and welcome to episode two of Micro Influencer. Today, I am joined by the very illustrious Adam Healy, uh, world-renowned Adam Healy. What's up, Jackson? How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, no why don't problem. you introduce yourself to the, the many people out there? My name's Adam. I'm a recent college graduate of a big university in the state of Missouri. Um, I'm a, a dedicated and passionate uh, hardware store employee, and I also work as an editor at a newspaper. That's a oh, little yeah. bit about me. Indeed, indeed. Uh, it's dope. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of interesting things today. Me and Adam met in high school uh, for you guys. We, not at the same time that I met Jason, but we did go to the same high school that Jason went to. So Adam and Jason do know each other. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I met Jason through you. And dude, Jason, man, like I said, I was an editor. He sends me, he's a writer. I don't know if you guys talked about that. Um, but he's a, he's a, he sends me some stuff that he's written. He's a very talented writer and he's a really nice guy. He's a really, really, really talented fiction writer. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted him to promote his writing. I even told him to make like place to go put your writing. But he didn't want to do that yet. So then he, he, he's going to be on the podcast a few more times. So I'm, I'm hoping I can continue do that uh, in the next couple of times that I, he's on here. But, yeah, uh, he, uh, he and I he and I discussed literature. Um, he's a very intellectual person. You guys do talk books a lot. Uh, he's bookish, not, man. He's very bookish, and you are too. I'm not as bookish, um, but you guys read like a lot of like Brandon Sanderson and stuff like that. Dude, um, to be honest with you, I've I've read my first Brandon Sanderson book, like I just finished it like a week or two ago. He finished up the Wheel of Time series, and I'm like at the end of it. So that the first time I read Brandon Sanderson, I was just like a month ago. Dude, he's good. I, I like him. I'm not 100 sold on him quite yet, but I'm looking forward to reading his stormlight archive series that's like his uh his magnum opus they say yeah yeah I, i'm pretty sure jason's read that yeah uh, he ran some raves mm-hmm. he's definitely told me about that a few times uh <laughs> but yeah jason and adam are connected but like i was saying not all of the podcast guests will be connected we'll have some people that uh will be from other circles of my I'm life looking, so. i'm looking to meet eugene the the character of note from a. Uh, Last week's episode, he sounds like a real d bag. He is a real d bag. I, uh, I mean, well, you know what? I, I say that he, he was a real d bag. He, to this day, I, I haven't really interacted with Eugene that much. Like, uh, after me and Jason like kind of broke off from that friend group, I really just haven't hung out with him very much. We texted about that today because you were listening to the episode. That's uh, fine. Yeah, you were like, "Do I know Eugene?" You know, I was like, no, you don't know Eugene. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought I was clued in on the the real identity, but no, no, no. It was it was earlier than your time, uh, before your era in my right. life. You and I met. Uh, we had a physics class together freshman year, and yeah, what can Indeed. I say about that? That that class was just a. It was something, man. It was a- things were crazy back then, back <laughs> freshman year of high school. <laughs> Back in freshman year, bro, we used to get dirty. Uh, no, uh, we were in physics class with another guy who you'll see later on this podcast named Joe. And uh, the three of us, you two knew each other already, you know? Yeah, we we knew each other through uh, through another mutual friend, and yeah, we sat kind of in the back of class, and you sat up front, and I was like, "Who's this?" No, I sat right Who's behind. This nerd, I sat behind you guys for real. Yeah, you guys sat in front of me together and i couldn't find a seat on the first day yeah the only seat open was the seat behind you guys it was like the the two all right two-seater tables yeah that's a curse man you kept like like, i'm sitting by myself this fucking sucks it's my first day of school and like my brand new class and i didn't even get someone to sit next to that that is a that's a hard feeling especially on the first day but It it all worked out like for the best we we ended up sitting together that first day when you were sitting behind us, man, it was it was annoying. You kept like biting at our earlobes, which was really weird. But, um, but eventually, I guess you kind of figured it out. Figured out how to operate in society. <laughs> yeah, Joe kind of liked it, low key. Joe was definitely into it. Uh, but one of the things about our high school is that it had an attached middle school. 
Uh, and so a lot of the guys, and it was an all guys high school as well. Uh, and so a lot of the guys that filtered in came directly from that middle school and they already knew each other. So people like me and Adam who came from other middle schools, we didn't know anybody other than I knew Jason and Adam had a couple friends, but we were kind of thrown to the wolves and yeah. me and Jason more than anybody else. Cause we just really didn't have anybody. <laughs> you guys in. had each other and then you had a, uh... You had your other friend, and then yeah, the, I didn't come in knowing many people either. That's a real, real design flaw. Uh, but yeah, so that is the backstory on. Actually, you know what? There's more to that. Uh, our <laughs> physics. The story's not over. The story's definitely not over because I didn't even talk at all about. I don't know how we can talk about our physics teacher. I think we can talk about our physics. He's teacher. a great guy. He's super he cool. Is one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my entire Bro, life. Bro, he knew like he knew like five languages. His I think like it was seven. Seven was the number. I didn't realize yeah. there was an actual number to it. I'm sure by now it's like nine. Um, yeah. he was born and raised in Cameroon, but he like went to school and I I think university in Germany. He just really been around. Man, you meet people like that who have like been all over I feel like and typically... who done like everything and who and he was also like, like insanely good at soccer. Like he played yeah. like soccer in Germany, I think. Uh, That's crazy. Came back over and then started teaching university level physics. Mm-hmm. And which school was he teaching at? Uh, I, I don't like know. Notre Dame. Yeah, it was it was like an equivalent to Notre Dame. Uh, and he then. Uh, after that, he comes over and starts teaching at our high school, essentially just for like shits and giggles and dealing with these really annoying 14 year old freshman boys. Yeah, what was and, he thinking, man? I don't know, man. He he shouldn't have done that. Uh, we really used to mess with him, too. Is yeah, wait, you said what? I said we really used to mess with him, too. We did. We were mean to that man. Uh, unfortunately, not not really so much us as like some of the other people in that class. But one of the things that I remember about him, and there's two funny stories that I'll tell is one time one kid went to the bathroom in our class and this dude was gone for probably 20 he was gone for two. It was that I mean, it was we were freshmen who we were real disrespectful. And this this one guy would leave the bathroom and he would just like take walks like he'd lap around school and just like hang out, go to the vending machine. He'd always come back to some Sour Patch kids. And then, yeah. Like- I'm- that guy you can yeah you can finish the you can finish the story but dude uh old old professor hit him with the man he he ended his career right there he really did so old boy walks back into the room with his gushers or whatever he got and uh he looks at our professor and our professor looks at him and the professor goes you were gone for x amount of time he was like yeah whatever and he goes I need to see your phone. And the guy's like, you need to see my phone. Like, why do you, why do you need to see my phone? He's kind of freaking out, like definitely getting nervous. And then he hits him with, I'm going to check your browser history. I swear. I've never seen a group of 14 year old boys lose their shit faster than that physics class. It was tables were being flipped over. That's what I'm saying. Not exaggerating at all. I I helped flip over a table during this. It was an insane we were jumping up and down but it just kind of goes to show a the level of decorum he said in the classroom like dude was 100 helping to instigate this and b the level of respect we didn't have for him it was just <laughs> insanity over in his class oh my god and then the other story was separate from that we were on the uh, a school field trip like one of the every year or for the first two years at our high school, you would go on a field trip, but it wasn't just a field trip. It was like a national field trip where you ended up staying in, in a hotel somewhere. And uh, in one of ours, they secluded us off to some backwoods part of Ohio. And he was eating at a Panera Bread with several other people. And one of them looked over his shoulder. He was checking his bank account. And apparently he had $2.6 million in his checking account. Well, I, I didn't know that. Are you kidding didn't me? didn't know that. You never heard that story. Dude, he was teaching freshmen in high school for fun? Yeah, and he had at least $2.6 million in the account. I, I remember, I think someone took a picture of it. And I, I had seen the picture because I didn't believe it. And then someone showed me the picture. You, but, guys, uh, you guys weren't looking at the decimal place man it had to be like it had to be 20 it had to be 26,000 and zero cents yeah what 26,000 and zero cents 
26,000, maybe. I, I just think he had $2.60. And they looked at that 2.6 and they're like, holy cow, he's got 2.6 yeah. million dollars. 2.6 million. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it, but I would also be super shocked. I would be too, but I remember seeing the picture. And unless it was a doctored image, doctored university photo. professors, they make a good sum. And he did play like semi pro soccer. And honestly, we've given out so much information about him at this point. There's only so many people that can fit this description. <laughs> yeah, some be- of this some of this has to be redacted by the time it hits public ears. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Some of it's coming out. Uh, but moving on from our high school days, we're going to talk a little bit about some relevant news. Uh, in the NFL, the thing that I'm more known for covering the NFL, so we're going to we're going to do that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers today. So he goes on, and if you follow me on TikTok, which you do, otherwise I don't even know how you found this podcast, uh, <laughs> you probably saw my videos about Aaron Rodgers' whole saga of events, and I made a video, and then literally an hour later, Adam Schefter announced that he was going to be live announcing it, uh, and this was yesterday, so he's going to be live announcing it tomorrow on the Pat McAfee show. I'm literally sitting there like, God damn it. I just made three videos about <laughs> Aaron right. Rodgers. So I delete two of them. And I'm like, all right, we're back in the studio. We'll make another one. And I get that one done. Or actually, I didn't even come down here to film that one where I film all my stuff because the lighting's good. I literally just sat in my bed and I was like, I'm so lazy right now. <laughs> I'm going to film Might this. Might as thing. well. Yeah, why work harder? About, uh, that, but Aaron Rodgers, more or less, he has announced that he is going to the New York Jets. Uh, and in the most typical Aaron Rodgers way to do it by saying it is my intention to go to the New York Jets. And he says it's always, it's been my intention since Friday to go to the New York Jets. <laughs> That's a long time to sit on a decision. It is a long time. Why to sit is on he a- saying it like that? Why is he like, it's like, I don't know, like kind of beating around the, the bush about it. I, I hear you, but it's kind of par for the course for Mr. Immunized. You know what I mean? Like, Mr. Immunized, yeah. Is was he like mid like mescaline trip, or like ayahuasca? Like, like Rogers, come down. We, he's in we the, need an answer. <laughs> he's in the dream state right now. He's locked in a dark room. Oh my god, dude! What was that? Four days of like dark room therapy. What? What in the world was that? In a dark room for I think at least four days. Uh, I saw. I think somebody from Barstool went to the dark room that he went to and like did like a tour of it absolutely fucking insane like insane thing to do to yourself yeah no i can't even imagine i I, what if you stub your toe i that's my biggest concern is like like what do you do you sit on the couch until you get a little hungry and then you got to go to the kitchen and like you're definitely going to stub your toe for sure there's it's a dark i don't know i that's what doesn't really make sense to me just walking to the it's the middle of the night you don't even know if it's the middle of the night you have no idea what time it is you oh true reel your big toe off of the the nearest chair <laughs> just doubled up in pain screaming and no that's his can... throwing toe too like he needs that shit for when he goes to new york the throwing toe yeah he does uh but i i'm honestly not sold he's going to new york yet the my intention to me that's that's politician talk, Aaron. I need to hear I am going to New York before I'm sold on him actually being a New York Jet. You know what I mean? What if he like comes up with a sneak attack? He's got some vendetta against like Jimmy G. He's like, I'm gonna go to Las Vegas. Screw you guys. <laughs> it's right. No, check check me out. He's he's right next to the desert. He can get like whatever like peyote he wants to smoke. And then he also like I'm sure that guy wants to wants to hit up the casinos and you know have some fun so i feel like vegas is where he's going that's true new mexico also has like harvesting laws so it's it's not a far drive from a state where you can cultivate psychedelics legally so that is right in aaron's wheelhouse uh as a man who does love psychedelics yeah man he likes to talk about it he uh, does fascinating guy so uh, i so i'm not, i'm, I'm kind of confused is he is he going to New York or what? I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know. Uh, I, I wish I sure. could. Can we get inside the mind of one Aaron Rodgers right now? <laughs> kind of go inside the mind of a Greg Jennings. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Aaron. I. It is hard to get inside the dude's head because, 
I think the most logical thing to do would have been finish your career in Green Bay. Like of all the options he had, finishing the career in Green Bay seems to be the one that makes the most sense, but he's obviously not going to do that. Uh, at least from what he said on the McAfee show, it seems like he's either going to go to the New York Jets or retire. My question is, how did it become New York or bust? Like, why is every other team out? I don't I don't understand that. What just struck me, what if he's – is his contract – like, is he at the end of a contract? Why? Uh, what, no, I think he's still got a year left. I, a I year left? So is it a bargaining thing? Is he trying to, like, get more money from Green Bay? No, I think he's just done in Green Bay. I think it's just been, over. They've loved him for years. I just don't think he's loved being there. Is the issue? Uh, oh. but here I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, he signed in. Yeah, he signed his contract in March, so he could he could rework the deal. It's just going to be really expensive for Green Bay. I don't think Green Bay can really afford to keep him without an old weird Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Ah, uh, dang! He so, hit them with the "It's not you, it's me." He did. Sorry, uh, Green Bay. But from a Green Bay perspective, I think you aren't too pissed about this. You know what I mean? Like, eventually, you kind of had to see what you have in Jordan Love. Like, you've, you've yeah. had the case for at least what has it been three years now? I think so. For three seasons now, he's been sitting on the bench. It's time to see what you actually have in the first round. Young that you grabbed it yeah i i agree and i don't know i feel like i feel like the packers have just been such a dominant team for so long like it feels like if i were if i were a green bay fan i would feel like a little bit of trepidation like i'd be a little nervous for the future what does the future hold we've been so good for so long what's it like if 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 things kind of hit the fan but you got to like jordan loves stocks yeah man that would really suck though i i i mean I feel like it would just suck for Jordan Love because I don't I don't like I like him. I've never been a real big Packers guy. I think I don't know. I think that anyways, moving on, but I literally I think I know exactly what you're going to say. Uh and... no, it's not that. It's just like I, I find them the the fans to be a little bit crazy at times and I don't really understand it. I do think it's cool how they like the city owns a team. I think that's a neat thing. But I do like side... that. Besides the like Aaron Rodgers, all right, maybe he just likes the color green. Maybe that's why every other team's out. You know what I'm saying? He's going to New that's York. Why the Giants? He, yeah, he needs the New York marketing, but he still really likes how he looks in green. So I think that's I think that is what it is. He just likes the color green, clearly. So what else you got for me? Who? What else is big on the newswire? Two big more moves. Uh, number one, Jalen Ramsey got traded. Uh, traded from the Los Angeles Rams over to the Miami Dolphins for a third round pick in this year's draft and a tight end named Hunter Long, who everyone got mad at me because I called him a nobody. Uh, I'm He's sorry, he is a nobody. He's, He's a, nobody. a nobody. He had four targets last year. He's I was going to say, for to be a somebody, you need to be uh, a name to the casual fan. And I'm, I'll tell you, I'm a casual fan. I don't know who this Hunter Long is. So, um. Yeah, and Miami is super sick. Jalen Ramsey is going to be super sick down there. He's going to be soaking up some rays. And life is good for the Dolphins fans right now. Life is really, really good. It is really, really good. Uh, it's a tortured existence for a Rams fan right now. Uh, good. I, On one hand, I do hate the trade. I <laughs> I hate the trade on both ends, actually. Uh, but I'm happy that we got a third-round pick. I... I was worried that we were going to have to cut Ramsey. That was the thing I was like, if we cut Ramsey, we're as dumb as a back, bag of rocks because there's no reason we need to cut one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. Like, the, the man's incredible. Be to, I, I thought we were going to at least get one second round pick and maybe another pick for him. I'm really surprised that we only got a third round pick, and I'm even more confused as to why we felt the need to trade for a nobody tight end. Like, not a position of need for our team. A and who is this kid? Yeah, maybe Hunter Long just goes off, but I, I don't he, see it. I will eat these words. I will write a formal apology to Hunter Long. If Hunter Long clears 300 yards receiving this season, I will write and sign a formal apology to him. And for calling a him defensive a guy, I like, I 
I don't think it's going to happen though. That's part of my point is even 300 yards, which like that wouldn't even be like a pro bowl season or anything. That would just be like, Hey, you got involved in the game plan. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what people want from me on now. Like I'm, well, I'm else, sorry. That I called him who's the Rams tight end right now? Like who's the alternative? Tyler Higby. Higby. He's, he's been, been yeah, he's been okay, but he's better than Hunter long for sure. Definitely better than Hunter long. That's what like, I'm saying. So what's the, what's the play right here? I, I think they're just trying to get a young backup in, but like we don't even need that because we have um Kendall Blanton on the roster still. And Kendall Blanton, I mean, he's not great, but he's fine. What are like, the Rams we'll doing right it. now? A whole lot of bullshit. Yeah, really? sucking. <laughs> just, yeah, stinking up a storm. It really is a problem. Uh, we didn't even retain Mayfield, which I kind of would have liked if we'd done that in case Stafford got injured too. Mayfield went off and signed with the Bucks today. Uh, no kidding. I don't know if you saw that. I yeah, they got him that. for eight and a half million. Wow. Okay. Which I was gonna react to that in like a group of other contracts, but I'd never got around to doing it. Oh, uh, so, so what's is is? I refresh me. I try and avoid Rams news, but is Stafford still the QB? Yeah, yeah. Stafford's still our QB. He That's just tough. like he hurt his neck uh, last season, and people were worried that he was gonna retire because of it. Uh, cause I mean, it was a pretty bad neck injury. It was kind of getting up there. Dang. Um, he is getting yeah. up there. And then here's the last piece of news. And this one is kind of uniquely relevant to us because of where we're from. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott got released today. Oh yeah. Big blow to the St. Louis community. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, what, like what the Cowboys couldn't pay him. What happened? So it's a, yeah, I mean, it's not that they couldn't pay him. It's that, like, why would you pay him when you already have Tony Pollard on the roster? And I see. Zeke's been yeah, – I mean, he hasn't been great. Well, I'll say that. No, <laughs> he hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been great. What's uh, wild is, like, he's always up there for, like, fantasy. He's always ranked pretty high, and, like, people always take him. And it's it's really always a bad pick. I'm sorry. Yeah, in fantasy, I I wouldn't. I I mean, honestly, this year is going to depend on where he goes. Like, obviously, if he ends up in a really great spot, then like maybe I would reconsider him for fantasy. Where could you see him go? Last couple of years, he's been in that split backfield with Pollard, and it's made him really hard to like. He's just hard to get consistency out of for fantasy. Yeah, you get a few splash weeks, but you're not going to get. He's not a set and forget it starter at all at running back. No, I agree. So, where do you see him going? I don't know, man. It's it's a tough thing. Uh, there are teams that I think might take a chance on him. Uh, I would love to see the Bills make a play for Austin Eckler uh, separately from that because the Bills are in the market for a running back. Like They've kind of made that obvious mm-hmm. over the last season. I don't know if they're going to draft one or if they're going to sign or trade for one. Uh, I think they should sign or trade or try to trade for Austin Eckler. But uh, if if they miss out on him, then maybe the Bills make a play for Ezekiel Elliott because they just got to get more production out of the backfield. They are second only to the Chicago Bears in production of or percentage of rushing yards produced entirely by the quarterback. The Bears have 37 percent of their rushing yards come from the quarterback and they're at 34 with Josh wow. Allen taking the lion's share of the rushing for sure. Uh, And it's just, it's not a sustainable thing when your running backs are only supplying 90 yards per game. Like Devin Singletary and James Cook did not get it done last year. And yes, is there a chance that James Cook absolutely takes off this year and does great? Like absolutely there is, but there's also a chance I wake up tomorrow with a Lamborghini and (laughs) it's not going to happen. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I like both those players. I think, I think the the Bills are obviously a super solid team, and and the Bears, I think, have a good foundation. But yeah, no, that's a pretty embarrassing stat that like such a huge percentage of their rushing game is uh from the QB. Like, yeah. take some work off the guy's back. He's already slinging the rock for you. Like, he doesn't got to run it too. And the discrepancy between total rushing production from the bears and the Falcons even, and the Baltimore Ravens and other teams that have productive rushing quarterbacks. It's huge where they're like, Mm -hmm. those guys are the top four teams in the NFL in rushing last year. And then you have like four other teams that don't really have running quarterbacks that should not be beating you in rushing yards. 
And then you have the Bills at like eighth or ninth in rushing yards, which is still fine. But if you're getting that much production from the quarterback, you should be top three. Like for sure. unexcusably, you should be top three. For sure. Yeah. So I think they got to upgrade there. So maybe Buffalo for Zeke, but uh, especially with them feeling like we have a limited championship window, we could get him on a one, two year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be compelling for both sides. And then my last thing on the NFL, uh, I got to talk about my Jamar Chase video. So I made the video about Jamar Chase and the uh, domestic violence allegations surrounding him right now. And I just want to say that video, it it did go a little viral. Like it got like 200,000 views. So I know that a lot of this was not like my core audience. Like I know like the 9,000 of you guys, you guys don't do shit like this, which is why you hang out with me and watch my videos. But <laughs> Fuck the people commenting really mean shit towards his baby mom. Like, I don't, I don't ride with that. I don't, I don't know if she's telling the truth or not. Like, I'm not going to say she's telling the truth, but if you come into my comment section and call her like crazy or stupid or uh, derogatory language towards mm-hmm. women, get out. Like, I don't fuck with that. And I wanted to make a public statement that I don't fuck with that because there was a lot of that going on. People and- like, specifically men in general are always so quick to like like blame victims of things even like i guess in this case like an alleged victim but you could still say like like i don't know everyone's so quick to be like oh they're you know it's it's all fake there it's a vendetta against this guy but really man i think we should all have like have a heart and like see things to the end of things instead of just like i don't know even when news breaks like it could go it could swing either way yeah and everyone is so quick to take sides and like make an issue and then it becomes like a i don't even know man it just it gets so frustrating with some people Mm -hmm. yeah my whole thing is just people deserve to be taken seriously doesn't mean i'm gonna 100 believe you but it means i'm gonna take everything seriously so i like that um in in the meantime do we take a quick uh ad break hear a word from our sponsors Today's episode is sponsored by Chalkboard. Chalkboard is an awesome forum for sports fans to connect and chat about sports and especially sports betting. It has built-in live game tracking, a community chat system where you can join boards led by sports influencers like me, Theo Ash, Matthew Sponauer, and more. And there we discuss anything from sports, our latest bets, games we're excited about, all of it. Join my chalkboard via the link in the description, and if you're one of the first 100 to join, you'll be entered to win your choice of NFL jersey, any team, any player. Huge thank you to Chalkboard again for sponsoring today's episode. Now back to it. All right, so that about uh, wraps up the whole Jamar Chase discussion. Uh, (laughs) Excuse me, something else I want to talk about. Another athlete in the news for controversial reasons. Uh, John Morant has been in and out of the news cycle over the last couple weeks. And I know you're a big basketball guy, bigger basketball guy than I. Uh, so I wanted to hear your opinion about Mr. Morant and his latest on-court behavior, off-court behavior, all of it put together. Uh, what do you think? I'm a John Morant fan. I'm a Memphis fan. I love the team. I love the city. I have a John Morant jersey. I'm holding it right now. I got it like, oh, it was, I don't know, maybe a year, like a couple Thanksgivings ago. I remember going in November. I long story short, I love the guy. He's he's kind of being an idiot, dude. He's really just kind of being an idiot. Um, I wish he wouldn't. That's really my biggest thing because I want to see the man play. He's such a like such an incredible athlete. I would say he's my second favorite NBA player right behind Jason Tatum. So it's like, it's like, I really want to see this dude do well and have a super successful career and just show off, like show off what incredible talent he has and skills and, and man, you just can't be doing this, man. You can't be flashing guns when you can't be, you can't be like fighting kids at you like, and that stands in such sharp, sharp contrast to like, you know, that video of him like sitting at a diner where the woman's like, uh, I, uh, yada, yada, yada. He tips her like $500 and he's like, I'm John Morant. And she's yes. like, oh my God, I love you. Like it, I'm like, man, I don't know. It, it saddens me. I hope he plays like specifically this season. I can, I can see him not playing the remainder of the season, honestly, 
which sucks because the Grizzlies have such a good team. Like, they have, like, easily a second-round team. But, yeah, sucks. Really hate to see it. I made a video, and I made that exact same comment that you made where I was talking about how uh, it just kind of blows my mind to watch him go from this guy who seemed to be really on the right track and, like, really doing the right thing with the opportunity he was given in that moment where he's sitting down at the cafe and really not even trying to like put the spotlight on himself in that moment, just being like, I'm tipping you 500 bucks. Uh, Who are you? I'm black Jesus. And to see him go from that to this guy who seems to have no interest in doing anything the right way. Like, I just, I don't know how that happens in less than a year. Yeah. I, I think, See, I'm not like so I he's definitely just being dumb with with the guns, but <clears throat> I think part of it is he's still like a he's not like a bad guy. Maybe he's No, I don't think he's a bad guy. Yeah, I think so he's like an idiot kid. Totally just being a dummy. Like there's I don't know. I I feel like I start to sound like the old dudes on on Inside NBA, like Shaq and Chuck Ernie and all that, but like like they're like, oh, you just gotta stop being a dumb kid. Like for real, you do, cause like you're you're such a sick player and and person, but like it, I don't know, you just can't be doing it. You unfortunately, really to... when you are a high profile NFL, NBA athlete, when you're a high profile person of any capacity or caliber, you don't get the luxury of being a stupid kid. Like you don't get the ability to make mistakes quietly and learn from. No, them. yeah, because people are looking up to you. Yeah, it's something that's been taken away from you. Like it is a consequence of your celebrity status. I feel that. And I I obviously don't sympathize with that because I'm not a celebrity. Like, so I, I don't understand what that's like. But I think micro influencer though. John Morant knows that. He knows what his position in society is. He knows that there are hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of little kids that look up to John Morant. And for him to be behaving this way. I think it's deeper than just it affects his career. You know what I mean? Like you're also a role model to hundreds of thousands, mm-hmm. of, potentially millions of people. So I think you need to take that seriously at the end of the day. And I hate to sound like a boomer, but like I, you really do. Like you've been That's doing- what I'm saying. Like, cause, cause I also like, I totally get it. Like the dude is just having fun, which I mean, let the guy have fun. Um, yeah. He's got more money than he's probably ever seen or ever imagined possible. And Dude, the the photo of him at the at the strip club, that was more money than I could ever imagine. Just laying on the ground, you see that? Just the bills, craziness. Yeah. I think- I'm gonna, I'm gonna end with this. John Morant and I share a love of uh, NBA YoungBoy, and and Rose Gold on my I got a family now. He says shoot the Glock like I'm Ja, and now when I hear it, I'm like, <laughs> it's a it's it's an interesting feeling. I love that song when it came out, and I love it even more now. So I'm like, yeah, he gets it. <laughs> me and john morant we relate on this level we're <laughs> we're similar in many ways but this is the the biggest aspect one of the, one of the key key aspects of connection for me and john morant uh that might be a quote i have to frame uh, <laughs> yeah episode title me and john morant <laughs> similar john, in many ways my friend john me that's <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. We're going to do two things to end the podcast. But before we get to those things, I want to talk about something that really annoyed me today. Uh, So I'm scrolling through TikTok and all of a sudden I see a video with 8 million likes. And whenever you see a video with 8 million likes, I'm like, this better be some mind blowing content. Like if 8 million people are liking it, then I'm ready to have my mind blown. Like I want to be one of the 8 million, obviously, like I want to join the collective. I am a mm-hmm. follower, but so I, I throw a like on the video, but I needed to understand like, why are 8 million people liking the video? So of course I stick around, I watch. And the video turns out to be, and I'd see, kind of seen this before, but never to this scale, a video where someone said, this account is, they just made that account like the day that they posted the video. And the entire point of the account is they're going to leave it entirely blank until 2027. And they're going to come back in 2027 and look at their inbox. And you're supposed to send them DMs. I cannot even explain to you how dumb that is. 
that it got them 8 million likes. But beyond that, not just 8 million people were like, you know what, I need to like this video because this is great content. And in fact, it's it's such good content that I should reward it with TikTok's like feature. 1.8 million people followed the account. That's crazy. For what reason? I'm, I, I was saying that. Like, why? Why would you do I it? Don't, I think, dude... There's got to be something. It sounds nefarious to me. It sounds super nefarious. Like, first of all, that's so dumb. Like to have like a time capsule on an app as the the very premise of the app is is quick, like fleeting entertainment. So like, it the TikTok was meant for like 15 second videos, not like waiting for something for seven years or or five years or whatever four years you know you know what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. so that's ridiculous to me also like why why is this person having them send dms like if i don't know it, that, that that's a nefarious thing to me what if some idiot's like oh this this guy's never gonna open this dm i'm gonna just send him like my bank info <laughs> and like you know what i mean and like and he'll never see it and it'll be so funny and like risky i don't know or maybe so i just there's a lot of stuff that comes to mind, but there's there this spells bad news. Not bad news, but it's just it's just silliness. Silliness, you, I say. Silliness. As soon as you said send them their bank info, it just reminded me of those things where it's like, attention gamers, John Wick needs your credit card information. <laughs> exact yeah, dude. There's like there's no way that guy's not checking the inbox, even though he says he's not looking at the inbox till 2027. He's definitely looking through it, like he's combing it for whatever he, whatever nefarious stuff he wants. Yeah, whatever nefarious deeds he's up to. Uh, yeah, nothing good is coming out of that. An interesting nefarious plot, though, because I guess you'd have to rely on other people to kind of aid you in it by sending you the thing that you are hoping them to send you, whatever that might be. Hey, cast a wide net, man. Huge, huge net. Uh, I didn't even look at the view count on it, but it was over eight million likes. I mean, like. I feel like one in 10 is a good like ratio. So that could be 80 million views. Wow. That's, that's so wild. Mm. What, like, what's an equivalent number? Like how many football fields is that? I don't know. A lot. Like uh, do 80 million people live in like, is that 80 million? It's like people... a third of the United States. Yeah. That is borderline a third of the U S population. Uh, and China's not included in TikTok servers. So, I mean, it could mostly have just been U.S. citizens. Like, hey, you could actually, honestly, there's a decent chance that you could walk up to one in every three Americans and they might have seen this video. That is crazy. And, and, and like one in 10 of those might have liked the video. So just remember <laughs> that next time you go to vote, that their vote counts the same as yours. Literally. <laughs> Some people who thought it was a, a really good use of their time to. Oh my God. Remember the egg on Instagram? The stupid egg, yes, it it does it does remind me of the egg a lot, where it was just like let's make this the most liked photo on Instagram. I think that was a fishing thing. I thought the person behind the egg was just gonna use their likes to start sending frauds at people. Yeah, probably. Uh, what definitely became of that is that people realized you could do something like that, and then they started these trends where it was like, for every like on this photo, I'll plant a tree, <laughs> and then they got like fifty. Oh my! It's the same thing as email chains when we were growing up. It's like. If you don't send this email to five more people, like your your mom's gonna get hit by a car or whatever. Killer's coming. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it it. This has been around since the since the dawn of the internet, I suppose. Literally. Just pure silliness. Not into it. I'm talking about the email chains last night because I think my grandma reposted one of the like ignore if you hate Jesus posts. <laughs> uh, so you she had no choice. You can't blame her. Yeah, I mean she didn't want to be seen as hating jesus hate jesus gosh no absolutely not uh the next thing i want to do uh is have you you're familiar with the album bracket filter right oh yeah oh yeah yourself a man who loves music like me uh so we're gonna do the album bracket filter i'm gonna pull it up on my phone and i'm gonna read out adam his options as we go through them and we'll build our bracket uh, we'll build the Adams bracket and then we'll build my bracket. Um, and then, and then viewers, you can vote on whose is better. Yeah, exactly. We'll all run like a poll or something on the TikTok. Uh, That's super tight. Okay. So yeah. All right. I got to press record to start.
Beautiful. Okay. I'm an underdog right now. I just name dropped Young Boy. Yeah, yeah. People are not impressed with your taste in music yet. Uh, okay, so you're no, all right, that doesn't count. Yeah, we're gonna restart it because your first one was a uh, repeat. It was like the same album twice. You had Ariana Grande. Oh, okay. To pick from twice. Okay, your first choice is Death Race for Love versus Exile on Main Street, the Rolling Stones album. Honestly, Death Death Race for Love is sick, but like, I love the Rolling Stones. Um, but honestly, I look like a phony because I don't know what songs are on a uh, um, Once I Have Thrones album. Death Race for Love. No, or, no, no. Oh, that's, oh, that's oh never mind. All right. The um, I think it's Gimme Exile or something. Whatever. Gimme, Gimme Death Race for Love. I don't. I hate to say it. Next up, we got Gemini Rights by Steve Lacey versus Special by Lizzo. Uh, Steve Lacey. Steve Lacey. Okay. Oh. oh shoot hang on the thing glitched out here we're gonna i'm gonna track your picks separately from the thing and you pick death race all right perfect because i realized that the filter is going to time out <laughs> oh, oh i see so do we got to make like our own bracket uh yeah with, i'm basically with the, with the albums we get yeah, I'm gonna build then, albums we get. All right. Uh take care versus a rush of oh, that's a Coldplay album. Do you know Coldplay? Are you a Coldplay fan? I don't like Coldplay, but we're gonna skip it. Uh no, we're skipping that one too. Yeah, we already did that one. Oh come on, you gotta give me these. Okay. One of the two of them we had already on. Uh Sour versus Hotel California. The Olivia Rodrigo album versus the Eagles album. I like the Eagles more, but Sa- Sour is so goaded because Olivia Rodrigo has like, she has 11 songs to her name and all 11 are like triple platinum and she is so successful off of 11 songs. And honestly, when I hear Hotel California, like half the time I turn it off because I've, you know, the thing about old music like that is I have never lived in a world without the song hotel california so it's like at a certain point never ever i would never like to listen to queen again to be quite honest with you wow. like it, the, those songs have been around my entire life give me something new that being said um there are a few more songs on hotel california than i like on like I, if i had to own a physical copy i'd rather own hotel california than sour so give me give me the eagles on that wow after dismantling 80s music for a solid minute there you went with hotel california over sour that's surprising uh i thought you were definitely going hotel california um or i don't like that i had to do it but uh all right albums so far have been trash like give me something good this last one all right i don't even know what that is Ah, dude okay we got the uh a star is born soundtrack versus madonna's uh 2012 album mdna what the hell what you know that new was- some no something new yeah. that was trash please excuse me for being antisocial versus diana ross's self-titled is that the denzel curry uh no that's no the- that's a fucking roddy rich oh my god man these are garbage all right. Here. How about uh Roddy Rich versus uh, the please excuse me for being antisocial versus um Cardi B's first project. What's that one called? Uh that was one of the ones that came up. Uh You're killing me. What what albums do I have right now? Give me Roddy Rich, but you you want to go with Roddy Rich over Cardi B's first tape cuz Cardi B's first tape actually kind of has some fire stuff on it if you think about it. I got to find the name for it. Uh I can't remember if it was a t- uh, uh, invasion of privacy. That's what it's called. What album do I have right now? Right now, in your actual bracket. Yeah. Your first matchup is going to be Steve Lacey versus Death Race for Love, uh, and then Hotel California versus the winner of these two. Dude, those are all first round exits. I'm getting this filter up. I'm doing my own version. <laughs> Damn it! Okay, here's here's. Give me, uh, give me, please excuse me. Okay. And then, uh, 
Steve Lacey wins. Steve Lacey wins from the four of those? Probably, yeah. Wow, really? Over Death Race for Love? I'm going Death Race for Love from that bracket. I to be to be fair, maybe. I like a lot of songs on that album. That's Let's I do mean, it. me personally, I'll, that's what I would do. I'll concur with you. So it doesn't suck either though. But I don't think it could get past Hotel California for me. Um, all right, I'm gonna do my personal one. Uh, let's do this real quick. I'll do it on my phone and I'll read it aloud. Hold up. How how about I give you your options? Okay. Yeah. My first matchup: Astro World versus Cellophane by FKA Twigs. Uh, I don't dislike FKA Twigs, but I'm going with Astro World because Astro World. Okay. Don't cancel me on the Travis Scott thing. But Astro World was one of my first concerts that I ever went to. Uh, and it was the first concert I ever went to with my girlfriend that I've been dating for a long time. So I, that album means a lot to me. I was, I was just saying the other day, Astro World is, I think it's Travis Scott quintessential album. And I know people are going to say Rodeo or Days Before Rodeo or Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. But I think as a listener experience and hype and everything involved and sound, it is truly the most refined Travis Scott that you can get. It really I is. can agree with that. I personally, I would probably, if I was just going with Travis Scott albums, I would probably go with Birds in the Trap over um, uh, Astro World. But uh, I wouldn't fault you if you picked Astro World. Like, I, I wouldn't hate you for the pick. Anyway, let's see what we got here. Uh, no, I'm. Not even doing that one. I'm not honoring. You got. You got to show me these. Okay. I got to see. One like of, that's what was bugging with mine because I feel like some of the options. Like I wonder if, if I would have liked both the albums, up. and you were just like, nah. The next one that came up was Tones and I, the Dance Monkey Girl, versus oh, Prince's Purple Rain. Purple Rain for sure, dude. I know, but like that's a no contest. Like that's not even like worth discussing. You know what I mean? Come on. It's not worth discussing the fact that Dance Monkey might be the most annoying song ever made. Actually, it is <laughs> worth discussing the fact that Dance Monkey. <laughs> that's some songs. I had a boss who hated Prince so much, and I like Prince. I think Prince is so good. Hated but... Prince. I thought you were going to say hated Dance Monkey. I was going to say it's very valid. but it... Oh, yeah, super common. No. That's not valid. Um, but hating Dance Monkey, I think, is par for the course. Uh, yeah, for sure. Anyone that actually likes that song. Or like, Imagine getting into the car with your friends and being like, oh, dude, put on Dance Monkey. Let's go. Dude, you learn some crazy stuff about what people listen to in the car. Like, when you get in the car and someone, like, throws on that, like, Suicide Boys or whatever, and you're like, who is this person? <laughs> you sit down in the car. They're like... <laughs> Yeah, we're just gonna They're like check this out. Blair's Paris. Tell me what you know. <laughs> I'm like, I, d- I didn't think I knew you. Yeah. All right. So it's like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like everyone has two different music tastes. It's like the music tastes that you're comfortable listening to by yourself, like the stuff that you'll listen to when you're by yourself, like, and then that might include some of the other songs, but then you have another separate music taste that is just for other people. Like this is your like publicly approved music taste where you cut out anything that you don't want other people to know that you listen to. It depends on your circle though. Like if I, if it's like a, like a function and there's people I don't know super well, yeah, you're only playing the hits, but like uh, well, you if it's like your boys or like if I'm chilling with my roommates, dude, they're, they're getting whatever I'm throwing at them. I'm sorry. Like i I'm not going to, like, refine it in any way. You're getting the whatever the – you know what I'm saying? I hate to drag Jason because he's not here to defend himself. But Jason has some some music taste where I'm like, all right, dude, that is – that's music that you listen to by yourself. You know what I mean? That's not music but, on in the car. But right? what's nice is that he, like, feels comfortable enough around you to to play that. Like, no, that's, like, that's what's always cool is, like, when people are playing their, their weird stuff in front of you, that's like, damn, like, they're – they – they feel secure to play their weird shit in front of me. Yeah, and I'd be honest, I'd be pretty angry at him if he didn't after over a decade of <laughs> me. Exactly, like only playing Drake in front of you. Like I yeah. think I like this. <laughs> Jason puts on the boy. I'm like, this is not your personality. <laughs> <laughs> Free boy. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was just talking about this. Are they ever putting the gritty back in Fortnite? I think it's still in Fortnite. Like, I, I don't know if it's ever back in the Oh, no, I know, but it hasn't been in the item shop in forever. When are they adding that back? You had you be playing this new uh this new update with the I swords? Been. I have been, playing. dude. It's so much fun. It's interesting. We could talk about that for a little bit. Uh, I I haven't been too huge into it. I, me and Jason played for like an hour together, uh, and I was like, I don't know about all this because we dropped into Mega City a couple times. And I just wasn't that into the whole concept of it. It felt very Sunset Overdrive-esque, which, like, I like Sunset yeah. Overdrive a lot, but I just wasn't digging the way it worked out in, like, the Night City concept. Like, it kind of felt like if Sunset Overdrive and Cyberpunk 2077 had a baby and then left that baby in a dumpster for four months and didn't attend to it at all, and wow. then it grew up to be this. And that's my initial take on it, because... I think it reminds me of Cyberpunk 77, obviously because of the cities, but also because the buildings are facade buildings. Which Yeah, bro, so that's annoying. Of Cyberpunk 2077, where there's like so many cool things to look at and no cool things to do. Like yeah. that's where I get tripped up with a game. And I had the exact same problem with Atomic Heart, which we talked about last week on the podcast, where it's like, I want to show you all this cool shit. I don't want to be shown cool shit. I want to do cool shit. Like I want to- I've been- I heard a lot of buzz about Atomic Heart. What is that? Uh, communist game. <laughs> is it like a like a Wolfenstein, like a shooter type of thing? Yeah, it's like uh, I don't know if I'd call it. To be honest with you, I haven't played Wolfenstein, so I don't know if it is Wolfenstein esque. Um, but it reminds me a lot of Bioshock. Um, yeah, I like if Bioshock. Bioshock wasn't great. Um. I, I think that's kind of where I sit on it. I think I'm going to do a video about it. I'm. Uh, this is the perks of listening to my podcast. You get premium access to the news about what I'm doing. I'm starting a YouTube channel soon. And that's the YouTube sick. channel is going to be, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be for a lot of game reviews, like a lot of long form game review content. And the first two games that I'm going to review are going to be Atomic Heart and Whoa Long Fallen Dynasty. So I've been playing through both. I of haven't them. played that yet. Is that good? Um... You know, uh, we talked about it a little bit on last week's podcast, and it is good. Uh, it's just not great. I think it needs to do a few more. We talked about it more, and then I cut out some of it. Uh, but it needs to do more to impress me. And I might end up cutting out this, too, because I might just not want to talk about it before uh, I put out the review. But uh, I think the gist of it is just that it, it feels very Dark Souls-esque but it overleans too much on the deflect control. Like you, mm -hmm. if you're not mastering the deflect control within five minutes of playing this game, like you might as well put it down because you're going to have a horrible time. Uh, yeah. But once you've mastered that deflect mechanic, the game also loses almost all of its difficulty though. Like it has a really high difficulty curve at first, but then once you get that down and you get down the mechanic of like, okay, I have to parry anytime the enemy does these big unblockable attacks i have to hit that parry and then i have to go in with my spirit attacks and reduce the enemy's ability to do damage to me you've just locked the game down like it's yeah. just every ball comes too easy yeah it's it's all just rinse and repeat cycle of the exact same combat strategy for every boss the game never forces you to switch things up the game never forces you to change your angle or like change the way you deal with things like one of the things i loved about elden ring and of the many things that I love about Elden Ring is it forced you to change the way you fought a lot of different bosses. Bosses, they had big immunities to certain damage types. So like if you usually fight the game with like fire damage and then you come into a boss, that boss might be really immune to fire damage. Like Rykard, I remember, has mm -hmm. really, really high fire damage immunity. So anytime you're using like fire spells against him, you're like, oh, damn it. Like this isn't going to do any damage. I have to completely redo my build or like not redo it, but like I have to change things up here come up with a new strategy to win. Like you're forced to to think a little bit. And instead in Woe Long, it's just like smash, 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 <laughs> smash. Yeah. Button. Like, Dang, it sounds kind of like a, just not great. You know, I'm, I'm being a hater. I would give it a seven though. Like I think ultimately that's probably going to be the score. It's going to be like a seven out of 10 because I've had some fun with it. Like it's just, it hasn't been on the level that I think it's aspiring to be on. 
And yeah. I think I want to grade it in the frame that it wants to be graded in. Cause like it, it clearly wants to exist on the plane of like Elden Ring and of the Dark Souls games. So I think mm-hmm. if you're, if you're going to try to be those guys, I'm going to grade you with the big boys and I, I'm not going to cut you slack because you're not uh from soft game. You know what I mean? So I, uh, it'll, it'll they just fun. don't do it like from software does it. it. What do you mean? They just don't like, no one can do it at the oh, same, yeah, same yeah. level that from software can. Yeah. I, I misheard you there. Uh, yeah. I, I think that is to some degree the case is it's just from software is, very and not that they're perfect like i know they've had a lot of issues with like overworking developers and elden ring's not a perfect game either but i think they just do that style of game at such a high level and they just have that down like it's their they got four red butter yeah uh the last thing we're gonna do here for like the last 10 minutes i am gonna have adam grade several recent tiktok trends that i've been seeing on my for you page on a scale of one to ten uh, just cause I think it'd be funny and <laughs> cause I want to yeah. hear what Adam has to say about these trends. Uh, cause I send Adam some TikToks sometimes, not many of them are of this trend. The TikToks that I send Adam, uh, would probably get me locked in a mental institution if they were seen <laughs> by anyone else. But, uh, these ones are ones that are probably hopefully showing up on your guys's for you pages too. So, uh, the first one we're going to talk about is the moon phase trend. Uh, so if you haven't seen this one, it's for the audience. It's like a soulmates trend where you and your soulmate compare the moon phase from the day you were born. So, Adam, what, what's your take on the moon phase trend? Um, I don't know. I think those those videos, I, for me at least, it kind of came and went. And every time I saw it, I thought like, okay, this is kind of fun, but like most of the time, I'm like, I just don't care. I'm sorry. Like fun for you, but. And also, the, my, my, my biggest issue with it is I don't know what's supposed to line up. Like, if it's a crescent moon on the left side, is it, are the moons supposed to line up or are they supposed to, like, form one whole moon? I don't understand. See, I've seen different takes on that. Uh, I, I also agree with you that I don't really understand what we're aiming for. Uh, I thought we were aiming for full moon, but then I saw some people say it was, like, best to have the same moon as them. And then other people say it was best if like your moon makes like a full circle, like you both have like crescents. Uh, me personally, though, the number one thing that stands out to me about this trend is the shocking age gaps that seem to be a huge theme with this. Like any of the videos that blow up, it seems to be because there's a huge, huge age gap mm. between mm. one of the people. Like usually it's like 10 to 15 years and all of the comments are just like, hey, yo, like when did you guys start dating? Like we, we got to know. Yeah, uh, that's no, that's funny. So I personally, I'm gonna grade it pretty low. Uh, but what's your grade? Uh, like you mean like A B C D? One to ten. One to ten, with ten being fire. Ten being like, this is a great meme, like great trend. You oh, you would have already participated in it if it was a ten trend. Like a four. A four. I just I just can't care. I I think I'll also go with four. Uh, it's kind of fun, like watching them overlap. You're like, it's, oh, oh, it's interesting. I'll give him that. Uh, but it's just not like it's, it's not going to make me cry. You know, that you know, that kid who's like, I'm looking forward to cracking up. I haven't cracked <laughs> up in a long time. That's how I feel about that one. Like, I just I'm not cracking up about it. Not getting me there. Uh, yeah. the surprised B trend. This one's kind that of one, a one. That one kind of kills me. It they're typically really funny and they're really unpredictable. Like, there's Given how new it is, there's a lot of different stuff that they're putting that little like B guy on. I like it. I'll I'll give that a. I mean, it, it could fluctuate, but for now, I'll give it a pretty high grade, like an eight or a nine. I enjoy two specific aspects about it. One, I like the meme concept in general. I think people do funny stuff with it, but I like the B himself. I think he's funny. Same. Like he he's, he's also character. kind of adorable. Like he he's he's nice to look at, and that he's a, he's a cute little B. And then he's also just funny, like his his little cheeks. And yeah, the he's, face that he makes. He's got kind of a devious, devious little <laughs> little energy to him. He does with it. the way he turns. It's like, what was he doing before he turns? Like, what's what's this no, man to lately? Uh, real suspicious, man. Something about him that screams a uh, bad influence. I like definitely it. a suspicious character, but he's he's a cute, suspicious character. So we're gonna give him some points. Uh, I and the memes are also just really funny. Like, uh, people tend to do 
and the, the song is funny too like uh mm-hmm. the the song that plays out with it and it matches up really well when it goes like ah and then people usually it frustrates me when they don't sync the ah part of the song to the him opening his mouth like if you don't sync those two parts i'm i don't yeah. like your meme and i'm not giving you a like but if you manage to sync that i instantly get like the seal of approval instant like for me that's because i don't i don't just give away my likes on tiktok oh they're like, precious oh they are like i consider them a currency uh i don't know how much i have left but i <laughs> one day i'll run out and i can't be caught giving them away to shitty videos uh, i spend them like they burn a hole in my pocket dude i'm like i i might want to watch this again like never like my dad you're just scrolling through liking everything <laughs> <laughs> if it makes me think i'll like it yeah uh all right let's do the uh the i won't judge you trend the or like the nah baby it's fine how or like uh uh, you're fine or you're still cute blank I, I don't know i can't explain this trend but you know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah yeah and when you first mentioned it to me i was like i don't know this one and then you showed me an example and it's like i'm kind of familiar but i'm still not super in like familiar with it so i'm rating this one low like a two because i just don't i just don't have the familiarity okay good because i also don't like it uh i don't think it's funny a i haven't seen any that really like crack me up uh i think they all tend to be um they're like all trying to be funny, but they end up just coming off like really judgmental. Uh, and I'm like, I don't get down with that. And like some of them, yeah, some of them do come off genuinely pretty mean spirited. Uh, so not a big fan of those memes. Here's a meme I'm a huge fan of though. AI Minecraft and Steezus. Oh my God. Those two, I'm huge fans of those two memes. Bro, the, I, what's so crazy, the AI Minecraft, those ones crack me up. And then the one the other day where it's like, Joe Biden sees that the subtitle misspelled your and he's like do you <laughs> I've know seen what I'm that I've about? seen that yes where he oh gets my, mad at the so... subtitles yes, yes he spends it, literally it half so the video deep. screaming at uh and Trump is like I don't know what you're talking about you're going delusional you're losing your mind yes and <laughs> he's like no Trump he's like what subtitles what? that's what I'm trying bro that one I was like this changes everything um yeah 10 out of 10 that's those are fantastic yeah I love those them. ones love are them bits. excellent memes and then Steezus christ i i love that meme uh and that meme was something when i saw it i literally i laughed really hard and then i immediately went this reminds me so much of adam healy like this is just adam's sense of i don't humor. think i know Steezus christ y- you do because i sent you Steezus christ you it's the skate three jesus ones oh my god yeah those are fantastic the pro yes. jam yes yeah, where it plays like even flow and then he like skates over the the thing and then they make him do the pose yeah and <laughs> what's really great as i've just been playing a lot of skate three recently so i'm i'm gonna rate that high but not so high like that's like a seven Fair. there's only so much you can do with that like it's just skate videos and even and even i flow. agree uh but it's still great it is just like it's it's something where even though there isn't much variation on the trend, it's still funny to me every time I see it anyway. Love it. Like, I don't really need you to reinvent the wheel. You know what I mean? Like, I just need you no. to, to show up with a car. And I feel like every meme here shows up with that car. Like, they're, they've got the thing to get me from point A, which is not laughing, to point B, which is laughing. Yeah. And it's quick and, I, and easy. I like those memes. Yeah, very quick and easy. The sort of the Honda Honda Civic of uh, memes. Agreed. Uh, I drive a Honda Civic, by the way. <laughs> do you really? Snort, I do. Keta, snort ketamine, I must. You remember that, those? A what? Remember, uh, it was this Yoda meme, and he was like, he was oh. like snort ketamine, I must. Run over children in my Honda Civic, I shall. I thought you said snort ketamine in a bus. I was like, uh, no, uh, not in a bus. No. <laughs> <laughs> never done that at all uh but uh got it all right that should just about wrap us up for this episode thank you again for being here adam i appreciate it as always uh no problem thanks for having me dude this was a lot of fun yeah heck yeah bro anytime you want to come on uh and uh grace the people with your presence you let me know and we'll get you right back here where you belong we would uh we would all be blessed because of it I, I think so. I had a great time. Uh, I'm sure the people had a great time. Uh, As did I, dude. Uh, shouts out to the people. Um, yeah, I hope all you have a great day.
Yeah. You I hope t- something good happens to you today. Heck yeah. I I also hope something happens good that <laughs> I also hope something good happens to you guys today. You know, it sounds like you're having a hard time saying that. Are you are you being genuine right now? Not really. Being, uh, yeah, you're being no. fake with the people. I'm definitely being fake, but they know that. Uh, they know I'm not a genuine guy. Anyway, all right, guys, take care. I will see you next Friday uh, for another fun one. Actually, not next Friday. Uh, next Friday, we're we're taking the week off. That reminds me. Uh, I'm gonna be out of town in Jacksonville next week. Um. If you live in Jacksonville, come say hi. Don't actually. Uh, but <laughs> I, um, I'm going to be out of town next week, so we're not going to be doing an episode. But um, all love to you guys. I have something planned for the week after that. And, but I need, I need a break. I've been doing a lot of content lately. Uh, but You've been kicking ass and taking names, dude. I've been grinding on that TikTok and on this podcast as well. Uh, so yeah, you guys are going to have to live without me for a little bit. Uh, and then I'm going to really ramp it up getting into the draft. Uh, so that'll be fun. Did I tell you that awesome. I'm going to Kansas city for the draft? I, I, I saw that on social. Yeah. That's super sick. That's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, it is going to be a ton of fun. Oh, it's weird. But Let me know when they call my name. Yeah, yeah. I was telling uh, when I posted a TikTok about it, I was like, uh, I I hope to be selected in the first round. Uh, my agent tells me I'm going in the early second, though. But Your agent's probably right. I mean, I don't think so. I think uh, he just got to be realistic here. No, he's got to get on. He's got to get more optimistic with me. Uh, You're, bro, anyway. you did horrible in the combine, bro. Your forty time is, bro, seven seconds. That's okay. unprecedented. All right, with that, we are out of here. We don't need to talk about my seven-second, 40-yard day. <laughs>